Hey guys, welcome to Fiction Fixation. Every week we get together and recap a different book or movie. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. What are we talking about this week, Courtney? We are talking about a novel, Dare You to Lie, by Amber Lynn Natush. What did I say to you when I finished this book? Do you remember? You had said you're surprised this book isn't a movie. Yeah. That it was great and that you don't feel worthy of doing a podcast on it. I, <laughs> this book, I feel like it's a little, I don't want to say darker, but it is kind of a little darker than we've been covering. A lot of the books and movies we do have a more superficial, like lighthearted yes. undertone. And this one has a slightly more serious undertone. When you suggested we do this book, you sold it to me mm -hmm. by saying that it's like Veronica Mars, and it totally freaking is. Kyleen is back in her hometown of Jasperville after being gone for three years. Yeah. Her dad is um, an FBI agent who is convicted of being a cop killer and sent to prison. Kyleen believes her dad was set up in some way. Yeah. The thing is that dad's like given up. <laughs> Because yeah, he's just sort of accepted his fate of like being in prison. Can you imagine? But dude, that's kind of I feel like that's me. If someone was like, hey, you committed this crime, you're going to jail. And I'm like, but I didn't. And a judge was like, but you did. I'd be like, well, shit, I guess I live here now. And I would just be in jail, I would just be in jail for the rest of my life. This I, is just how it works. OK. I think what it is is that it was self-defense, but it was uh -huh. made to look like a cold-blooded murder. Kyleen made it very clear to her dad that she gives zero shits that he's given up. Yeah. Um, she's like, you're getting my help. And that's just all there is to it. Even though she's talked to him a few times and he's like, hey, you need to leave this alone. And she's like, OK. <laughs> she's like, Daddy, do you know who you raised? You raised an audacity queen. Kyleen Danners is everything I wished I was at 17. <laughs> Like, yeah. absolutely everything. No, but I was thinking, I was like, man, she has all of the audacity of someone who knows 100% that they are not going to be murdered because the story depends on them. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, like, I don't live my life that way. No. I live my life like I am the side character and I could literally be killed off, you know, for plot device. I always see myself as that character who is like having a happy time and then like a bus comes out of nowhere and just runs me right, you know, just like a <laughs> like right in the middle of a residential neighborhood. There's like a city bus that just plows through me. A piano falls out of the sky. Yeah, just to move the plot forward. Like I am so cautious in life because I am convinced that I am a side character. And I know that's not goals. I don't want to be this way, but it's just the truth, okay? You're the character whose funeral brings everybody together. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. Kyleen gets back to Jasperville. She's coming back to a lot of drama. One, because everyone knows what went down with her dad. Yeah. And also, she when she left town, um, she kind of had the shadow of what she calls the incident hanging over her head. The incident was she went to a party. And the next day, some topless pics of her as a 14-year-old were distributed throughout the school. Mm -hmm. There were six people. She calls them the six. There were six people who could have done it. Scooter, Mark, Eric, AJ, Donovan, and Jaime. You know, the FBI and whoever took testimony from all the parties involved and then decided whether or not to proceed with the case. And ultimately, they decided not to. Yeah. So she was really glad to sort of leave this small town to get away from the incident and now she's just kind of having to come back to sort of that stigma surrounding it because, of course, it's her fault. 
the consensus was that Boobgate, those pictures of her boob, was intentional, that she did it for attention. Yeah. The thing about these boys is that they're football players. And Mm -hmm. I think most people in a small town could relate to the to the notion of football players kind of being idolized. Yeah. Especially when it's like this this high performing team. I mean, this is fictional, obviously, but it hits on a truth like that happens. And yeah, also their stories were so squeaky clean that it left such little room for doubt. Somebody coached them on what to say. Yeah. We have multiple mysteries going Mm -hmm. on. And I mean, it's just so much for a 17-year-old. I don't blame Kyleen one bit for coming back into this town and just wanting heads to roll. Right. She gets back to school and the first person she runs into is Garrett. And Garrett is her bestie. They were super tight when she was here before. But after Boobgate and moving She just sort of subtly ghosted him. When she runs into him, he's a completely different boy than she remembers. You know, he used to be in the football team. He used to be a jock. Yeah. And now he's all dressed in black with greasy hair looking like the emo kid. And she's just like, Garrett, what happened? And he's just like, what do you mean? What happened? You left. I had no one. And the people I was closest to, which was the football team, were accused Mm -hmm. of hurting you. And I couldn't be part of that anymore. He dropped out of the football team for her. Garrett Garrett is a ride or die. Garrett's like, no, I would not be on that team with those people after they did what they did to you. Fuck them. That was amazing. And the messed up part is that Kyleen's boyfriend at the time of Boobgate, his name is AJ. He's still on the team. Like He was like, hey, Mm -hmm. sorry, this is my scholarship. (laughs) Love you, babe. Um, gotta play football. Sorry. I <laughs> uh, love you, but love doesn't pay, you know, for college. Kylene has grown up with Garrett, so she's never seen him as like a dick opportunity. You know, he's always been a friend yeah. that you don't make out with. Like, a, you mean a regular friend? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like a regular friend. <laughs> do you have friends that you do make out with, Courtney? Courtney? <laughs> Not anymore. Courtney? That's how I got Frank. (laughs) That's how you found your husband. (laughs) That's how I found my husband, yeah. We're just friends. Why are you guys spooning? This is what we do on Tuesdays. So let me paint the picture of what Kylene is going through here, right? So we know that already she hates this town because of what happened to her personally, Boobgate. Understandably. Right. And then she also hates this town because everyone is convinced that her dad is a Mm cold-blooded killer. And so she's coming in as public enemy number one. Everyone hates her. Like, even the teachers are mean to her. Her first day, she's in study hall. She meets a new ally. Her name is Tabby. Tabby is a sassy little thing. She's a redhead. Listen, we love a redheaded queen. Yes. Okay, here's... I went down a rabbit hole Mm -hmm. about redheads. Did I tell you? No. Okay, first of all... They were 1% of the population, right? Yes. But do you know, like, okay, listen, I don't want to start any conspiracy theories. Start them. Start them. (laughs) I don't want to say the gingers are aliens, but I'm just going to put it out here that we can't produce our own vitamin D. We can only get it from the sun. Yeah, I know. Do you know that gingers can produce their own vitamin D? No shit. I 
Courtney, their bodies produce their own vitamin D. If you don't believe me, Google it right now because I was blown away. Are gingers like the superior humans? That's what I'm saying. They're like advanced humans. They're producing. Dude, they are prepared to live underground. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can produce your own vitamin D. You don't have to go out in the sun because apparently their skins don't absorb enough vitamin D from the sun. Because they burn. So their bodies have evolved to produce vitamin D. Like, isn't that wild? Also, you have to use more anesthesia on somebody with red hair than a normal person. What is happening? They are like superhumans. Why is no one talking about this? You know, one of um, one of my friends, her name's Stacy. She's a natural redhead. Let's study her. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll text her later and be like, "Hey, Stacy, <laughs> I need you to lock yourself in a basement for about six months. I just want to see what happens." We need consent, but <laughs> it's for, it's for a podcast. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's for the podcast. It's fine. It's for science and our entertainment. <laughs> so she meets Tabby, and Tabby is contending with these two douchebags mm-hmm. in the library who are making super douchey comments about whether. Her carpet matches the drapes. Oh, it's like, really? You're so creative. I've never heard that joke before. Like, why? Like, you can't match your own fucking socks. And like, you're (laughs) asking us if my bush matches my the hair on my head. Yeah. And Kylene, like a fucking queen. Yes. Jumps in and she's like, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter if Mm. the carpet matches the drapes because her carpet is like that room in your parents' house. Mm that has the nice furniture in it that you're not allowed in because your clumsy, dirty ass would break something. You're never going to see that room. Your unwashed ass is not allowed on that couch, baby. No, Get out. Mm -mm. Kylene just steps in, Mm -hmm. and then her and Tabby are like, did we just become best friends? And then Garrett just accepts the new addition to their friend group. Like, it's nothing. Like, she always belonged there. It's so cute. They have this really cute dynamic. So it's now the three of them, and they're good Mm -hmm. friends. But, girl, Kylene is, she's a trouble magnet. Like, she has a way of just putting her nose right in it, right in it. Because so what happened is that Kylene is in the parking lot at school, And Mm -hmm. she witnesses what seems to be kind of like a domestic violence situation with one of the guys at the football team. And this guy was also one of the six. Yeah. So she already hates him. Mm -hmm. He's already basura. Okay. He's already trash. And now he's kind of manhandling his girlfriend. Kylene can't witness something going on without getting involved. Mm -hmm. And more power to her. The world needs more people like that. Well, there's also like a whole bunch of other dudes just like standing around doing jack shit. The guy who's manhandling his girlfriend, his name is Donovan. Again, he's Mm -hmm. one of the six. And Donovan used to be Kylene's neighbor. He used to be the skinny little kid. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, he has just blown up and, and uh, gotten super ripped. And everybody knows why. He's on the roids. He probably also has issues with his penis because that's what steroids do. Well, the thing about steroids, they make men unstable. And listen, men don't need mm-hmm. to be any more unstable than they are. No. You know what I mean? We need like the opposite of roids. We need to make men like not jacked up and unstable. We need to make them like slender and soft and kind and patient. Easier to throw. Yes, we need to make men easier to throw. Oh my God. 
Yes. So we fun. need to make men easier to throw. Oh, God. Listen, girl, what are we doing sitting here recording this? We should be in D.C. holding up signs. Make men easier to throw. <laughs> we'll get Kylene to help us. <laughs> Kylene would be all over it. Eileen is dealing with the aftermath of Donovan, the steroid guy. All she ever did was stand up to him. Mm -hmm. And that was enough for him to turn his entire steroid rage toward her. She finds out that he's on steroids after he pelts her in the fucking face with a volleyball, sends her to the locker room. And then she takes advantage um, and goes through his bag finds the bottle, sees that there's refills on it, which is a no-no. That suggests that he's getting it legally somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's getting it legally, but the refills are not legal. Donovan, like a fucking creeper, just shows up in the Mm -hmm. locker room like, hey, bitch, what you doing? He like corners her and he's very menacing and intimidating at this point. Now she's in it. Like now Kylene is in a situation. Yeah, Donovan is out for Kylene's blood. It's like he literally wants her dead. It's insane. Yeah, that's what roids do to you. AJ, another one of the six, her ex-boyfriend AJ, swoops in, basically like, Donovan, listen, you're going to let her go or else I'm going to throw every fucking game this season. So all of your hard work would have been for nothing. It kind of enrages me that AJ can't even threaten Donovan with like, hey, you're going to get in trouble because Donovan is like, I'm not going to get in trouble. No one can touch me because I'm a football player. And he knows it. And now there's a new mystery of like, who is this doctor supplying steroids to football players? Mm -hmm. And she pretty much figures it out. Yeah, she figures it out pretty quickly. And she does it all sneaky little sleuth style. Like she pretends to be his mom and calls the pharmacy and then tries to get an appointment at his doctor's office. Like she, Colleen does not do anything half-assed. She decided she was in and she just took a running leap right off that cliff. I mean, she doesn't stop there. She calls the DEA. Like, hey, hey, baby, heads up. Can you imagine? Just like, listen, I'm 17. I'm just going to call the DEA real quick. No big deal. Just real quick. The audacity. She just leaps off the cliff and she's like, I'm not going to die because where's the story going to go? And meanwhile, I'm like, I can't eat this. It expired yesterday. And if I eat it, I might die as a lesson for my family. Here's how different Kylene and I are. One time... When I got admitted to the hospital with complications for my first son, Mm -hmm. the nurse was putting my IV in and I saw little air bubbles in the IV tube. And I had heard that there could be no air bubbles in the the IV tube or else you would get an air embolism and die. And rather than being like, whoa, whoa, I just let it happen because I'm like, I didn't want to inconvenience her by like asking if I was going to die. So I was just like, okay, this is it. Um, That's how different Kylene and I are. Courtney, oh my God. It was a long time ago. You're different now. Yeah, it was um, over 10 years ago. It was just about 10 years ago, actually. That was in your 20s, girl. In your 30s, you'd be like, what are those bubbles? (laughs) Excuse me. Ma'am? Excuse me. I didn't put dinner in the crock pot. I'm going to need you to not murder me or else my family will starve. (laughs) No, that's how different Kylie and I are. I was ready to just die because I didn't want to ask a nurse a question and inconvenience her. But in the midst of that whole debacle with the roids and Donovan essentially wanting to murder her. She's also working on her dad. Yeah. She's working on trying to solve what happened to him, why he was set up. And so the place she starts is Stryker. 
Mm-hmm. And Stryker is her dad's ex-partner. Yeah. Who also believes in her dad's innocence. Right. She calls him and asks to meet up and ask if he can give her some files um, so she could just kind of go through it. While she's there, she meets Agent Dawson. Ooh. 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 Oh. Agent Dawson takes one look at Kyleen and is just like, hey, baby, what up? Strikers, like, she's 17 and I will murder you. Yeah. As soon as he finds out Kyleen's name, his whole attitude towards her just shifts. Agent Dawson, his his mentor, just happens to be the guy that Kyleen's dad murdered. Yeah. So Kyleen gets her dad's file from her dad's Mm ex-partner. But I'm just like, why isn't he working the file? Like, your partner is in jail. You're not interested in getting him out? I don't think he feels like there's anything he can do at this point. Well, and that's the thing, too, because I think when Kyleen kind of gets the files for her dad's case and she looks them over, she's just kind of like, fuck, like, he looks pretty guilty. And there's really not much there for her to work on. Yeah, there's there's a lot of damning evidence there. Yeah. All of the evidence says that Kyleen's dad lured this other agent mm-hmm. out to the middle of nowhere and confronted him supposedly because that agent had damning evidence on him about mm-hmm. some some sort of shady dealings, like like he was a crooked cop. And so kind of the evidence says that Kyleen's dad killed that guy to keep him shut quiet. Him up. Yeah, to yeah. shut him up. Kyleen actually later learns that Agent Reader, the man her father murdered, was the agent that Kyleen's dad actually contacted in the cybercrimes unit to look into the pictures that were sent of Boobgate, to look at the Boobgate pictures um, and to sort of figure out how they were disseminated. Yeah. So those two mysteries are sort of intertwined. You know, Boobgate and Agent Reader's murder and her dad's incarceration are both entwined. Because the FBI was involved because there was a minor and there were... I think it's a federal crime. Yeah. So she's starting to see that everything is connecting. Mm-hmm. The mystery with Boobgate is layered. It's mm-hmm. not just who did it, but mm-hmm. why is there a big cover-up about it? Who cares enough about these six high school football players yeah. to cover up a very obvious crime? Yeah. Who has the power to do that? Right. Kylie's mom is not in the picture. She's off in freaking San Diego, like scuba diving with her new boyfriend. She just abandoned her child back to this hellhole of a small town to go live her best life with a new guy. Ugh, awful. We've all thought about it, but like we don't do it because we're not trash. But Kylie's mom, the best thing she ever did for Kylie is she happened to be best friends with a lawyer. Kylie goes to this lawyer friend. The lawyer friend offers her a job because. Kyleen is dealing with the aftermath of, remember yeah. Donovan, the steroid guy? Kyleen is dealing with the aftermath of his rage, which part of his rage included throwing a brick through her truck window. So now she has a broken window. Oh, yeah. And so... She can't ask Gramps to fix it. Like, he's yeah. already working hard enough. She lives with her granddad, and she doesn't want to ask him for anything more. So she sets out to get a job so that she can fix that window. Her mom's ex-best friend, Meg DeLoyer, offers her a job at the law firm, and... Kyleen is thinking like Kyleen is playing chess. Okay, everybody else is playing checkers. She's playing chess. She's like, you know what? Two birds, one stone. I need money and I also need access to my case files. 
And mm-hmm. Meg can get me those files. Can provide that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens. She asks Meg DeLoyer to give her the case files. On her first day at the law firm, mm-hmm. she meets one of the other attorneys. His name is Luke Clark. Mm-hmm. Luke represented some of the six. Yeah. And Luke kind of introduces himself and he tells her straight up that he did yeah. represent them. And then he also tells her that he never saw the pictures. Kyleen is very understanding because mm-hmm. Luke is just kind of like, hey, I was just doing my job. It's a small town. There's yeah. there's not very many lawyers here. And she's like, dude, I totally understand. But I don't know that it would be so easy for me to separate like personal feelings and business because the thing is that lawyer's job was to assassinate her character. Yeah. And to kind of make her look like she did all this and his clients are innocent. Yeah, that lawyer's job was to essentially make sure that the people who did her dirty didn't pay any consequences. Yeah, so like, I wouldn't be friends with Luke. I don't know. I hope Luke gets diarrhea and hits every red light possible. Yes, right in his new car. That does not have leather seats. It has cloth seats. No. And he's wearing khaki pants. Luke probably wears khakis. Like Look, that's... I mean, Kyleen likes him and he seems nice enough, but I don't forgive him. Okay, I don't no. forgive him for defending those guys. And listen, I know everybody like defense attorneys are needed, right? They're a lot of times they're defending the innocent. Sometimes they're defending the guilty. Everybody needs a defense. But I get to be biased here because I am Team Kyleen, and I get to say that Luke, I hope your butthole explodes from diarrhea in your new car. Mm-hmm. Next to your Tinder date. Yeah, I just hope Luke has a really bad day. Like, I don't, like we don't want him to die. Mm-mm. We just want him to feel like he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to feel like you're dying. Like, <laughs> you took a chance on a new restaurant, and you were kind of, it was kind of sketchy when you walked in, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance, support, you know, su- support small businesses. <laughs> um, and I, I hope that... They got a C on their health inspection. Getting back into the groove, you know, of her, I don't want to say former life, but sort of trying to get some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. Garrett comes over and he hangs out with her. They grew up together, right? They've known each other since they were really little. But Garrett is acting like super sketch. And I'm starting to doubt Garrett for a tiny second. Like, what's going on, bro? And then a brick flies through her window. Yeah. Her front window this time, not her car window, which is already broke. Right. Garrett admits that he heard Donovan sort of talking some shit at school. He says that he was worried that Donovan was going to come after her. That's why he insisted on hanging out at her place, hanging out at Kylene's place today. Garrett's looking out. Garrett's looking out, but also, like, not being completely honest with her. Why didn't you just tell her, like, hey, there might be a brick coming through your window? Like, he knew specifics, mm-hmm. which is a little sketch. Yeah, I told you he was being a little sketch. Being sus. He was being sus. It's one thing for her to be threatened by Donovan at school, but yeah. for her to go home and not feel safe in her own house. Mm-hmm. It's definitely escalating in yeah. the violence. You know, things just start kind of rolling for Kylene right now. Like, you know, she gets the files from the law office mm-hmm. regarding Boobgate. She's never had access before to the boys' testimony. Mm-hmm. And the boys make her seem drunk, but mm-hmm. also not incoherent. Like, yeah. she, they make her seem tipsy. 
so, so she's reading these testimony of all these boys and she can't remember what happened that night. So mm-hmm. you can imagine the gaslighting that comes into play where she's like, I would never have done this. But then she can't really remember. Yeah. All of these boys, their story is so airtight that it's suspicious. Mm-hmm. It's just too organized and too perfect. And you have to think that she wasn't the only one drinking this night. They mm-hmm. were probably all drinking also. So having that cohesive of a story with a whole bunch of teenage boys, it just red flag, red flag. She sees all of the boys' testimonies in the file, and the mm-hmm. only one who seems genuine is her ex-boyfriend, AJ. She hasn't spoken to AJ, you know, mm-hmm. basically since the event happened because she broke up with him because she thought he was responsible. Yeah. And so now she's starting to question whether he's been innocent all along. Mm-hmm. But not enough to actually have a conversation with him about it. Yeah, girl, you need more evidence before you let toxic men back into your life. But Kylene doesn't get a whole lot of time with the files and everything because a truck follows her one day and Mm -hmm. tries to run her off the road. She gets home and she runs in the house, you know, she calls the sheriff and all of the files, the envelope and everything, they're all stolen from her car. Yeah. That's a very specific attack, you know? Yeah. Also, she tries to get copies of these pictures, of all this stuff, and the originals from the sheriff's office are also gone. There's no record of them anywhere. So this is shaping up to be just more than just a little, let's protect these football players. Because mm-hmm. the thing, too, is when she calls the sheriff after being almost ran off the road by this suspicious uh-huh. truck... The sheriff is shady as hell. And and the interesting thing is, who's the sheriff's son? Garrett. Garrett. So the sheriff is her best friend's father, and he does not care about her at all. He is mm-hmm. he's getting instructions from somewhere to minimize, minimize, minimize. And he gives her like an ominous warning, like, you shouldn't have come back here, Kai. Yeah. This is dangerous for you. Yeah. And she accuses him of being a crooked cop. I mean, at this point, we can say he is because if he wasn't, he would be taking this event seriously. And he obviously knows more Mm -hmm. than he's letting on. I mean, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. You know what I mean? The pictures don't stay gone for long. They show up Mm. in Kylene's home, in her bedroom. Yeah. However, Kylene's face is covered up with Tabby's face. I know. What a veiled threat. As if to say, do you know that that redhead girl that you became good friends with and she's kind of one of your only friends in town? She's next. We're going to get pictures of her next. Yeah, it says next time it will be worse. And the crazy thing is that Tabby doesn't know any of this because she's new in town. So Tabby, as she's spending time with Kylene, is kind of piecing together that there's like bad blood between Kylene and the football players. She Mm -hmm. doesn't really know the backstory. So in a way, I feel bad for Tabby because she doesn't know what she's getting into being friends with Kyleen. She absolutely does not. Kyleen calls Garrett. She doesn't call the cops. She calls Mm -hmm. Garrett. Garrett confines to Kyleen that he he does think his dad may be dirty. And he explains that before his mom died, um, she had ran up a whole lot of medical bills getting treatment. Mm -hmm. And after he started suspecting his dad of doing some misdeeds... He looked into it and all of his mom's medical bills had been paid, not written off, not reduced. They were all mysteriously paid in full. And so Garrett confides in Colleen that he thinks his dad took a bribe from someone to 
get rid of his mom's medical debt. When you start seeing the connection between Kylene's dad being in jail, there are a lot of threads there that are connecting it. It's just Mm -hmm. all like the mysteries. They are so intricately woven together. We're too close to the tapestry to really make sense of it at this point. Yeah. Even though she's going through all this stuff, she's still a 17-year-old. She's still trying to have a normal life. Uh-huh. And so when her when her friend Tabby is like, hey, let's go check out this movie. There's a drive-in movie theater. She kind of caves because, as we said, Tabby is Canadian. And Kylene just can't really tell Tabby no because she's so excited for it. Yeah. And I think a part of her knows that Tabby is, she's a, a, an advanced human being. Tabby can survive in a basement and I can't. So I need to beware <laughs> before Tabby puts me in a basement. I know. But at the drive-in, they're having a good time. And then Kylene goes to the bathroom. Garrett's like, oh, you need an escort. And she's like, I'm going to the bathroom, Garrett. Yeah. Chill. If I knew that someone wanted to, ki- that someone on steroids was after me, even just a regular ass person was after me, I'd be like, can you come with me everywhere, including the toilet? Like, I want you standing in front of me holding my hand while I pee. Uh, but Kylene gets accosted by Jaime, and mm-hmm. he is one of the six, and he used to be Kylene's friend. And he confides in her that he lied to the police. Yeah. That he got a call bribing him to lie about what happened that night of Boobgate. Essentially telling Jaime that if he didn't lie, his mom was going to get deported. Yeah. And potentially him also. This is confirmation to Kylene's kind of hunch that there's a big cover up in the boob gate incident. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't high school shit anymore. This isn't six boys got together and came up with one hell of a cover story. This right. is going way deeper, especially yeah. when combined with Garrett talking about his mom's medical debt and the sheriff yeah. being a little sus. Kylene knows she is on the cusp of uncovering something big. Yeah, something big that's related to dumping money into a huge cover-up to protect these boys. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Kylene gets home from the drive-in and she just she has the heebie-jeebies, okay? Yeah. You know, that skin crawling, something's wrong yeah. feeling. Um, and there's there's more pics in her room. Ah, uh, what an invasion. They're purposely invading her space to assert their power. Yeah. I can get to you is the message. Yeah. Kylene can't call she can't call the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, so she calls Stryker, her dad's partner. And he's caught up in something, but he sends Agent Dawson, the agent who already hates Kylene. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and she gives him the deets and stuff. I think it's really cool that she has an FBI contact in her back pocket. Like, can you uh-huh. imagine, like, how much I would abuse that? I would be like, you need to find out who the extended car warranty people are now. <laughs> you need to find them and end them. So Agent Dawson, the rookie FBI agent, he kind of becomes an ally He Mm kind of promises that he's going to help her figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, they still don't have a good relationship. I mean, like, is he's a reluctant ally. Mm -hmm. It's a hate love. It's the type of hate love where they might make out any minute. See, at this point, like, okay, I'm not weird, but... (laughs) (laughs) You you are weird. But I am. (laughs) So... I looked it up. In order to be an FBI agent, you have to be a minimum of 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Kylene is 17 and he's 23. So that's a six-year age difference. Like yeah. maybe like five and a half, depending on her birthday or whatnot. But I'm still like, but is he the love interest? I know. Is she going to get an enemies to lover trope 
an enemy least to lovers arc with Agent Douche Canoe. I know. Fingers crossed. We got so many teases of tropes here because I thought Mm -hmm. it might be like a best friends to lovers with Garrett, but then it wasn't. And then I thought like it might be a second chance romance with her ex AJ. And then that kind of doesn't happen. Well, she shuts him down every time he tries to plead his case. He's like, hi, I want to talk to you. And she's like, go jump off a cliff and die, AJ. Fuck off. Yeah. And then I thought it might be like an enemies to lover with Agent Dawson. And and that that the verdict is out on that. But you know what it is? Kylene doesn't have time for any of these fucking men. Like she has work to do. Get out of her way. Kylene has work to do. Kylene has filled her heart with audacity and drive. um, (laughs) And I respect that. The pure will to serve justice to those who have done her wrong is what keeps her warm at night. Yeah. You know what? Just keep doing what you're doing, girl. Just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) So she gets to work. Luke is angry. He is the attorney that represented three of the six. And then Meg pulls Kylene aside Mm -hmm. and tells her that they ran the prints that were on the brick Mm -hmm. that got thrown through her door. Or through her living her window a while back. Yeah. Um, and the prints don't match any of the six. And this is a huge bombshell because this whole time that Kylene has been tormented with mm-hmm. the bricks and 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 being ran off the road and some and someone stealing the files and someone breaking into her room, this whole time she's thought it was Donovan. And it made sense that it would be Donovan. Mm-hmm. But then Donovan is one of the six and the police have his print on file and the prints on the brick do not match donovan so he wasn't the one who threw the brick that just kind of puts kylene back to square one like who the hell is it it's if it's not one of those boys one of the six boys yeah well and see one of the things is that okay if it wasn't donovan then she still had five other people to be like was it them though um but with the prince not matching any of the six Mm -hmm. she's like well fuck this is when i really started suspecting garrett i'm like garrett honey yes like listen i love you but like are, are you the one is it you Anyways, but Kylene, not being one to back down mm-hmm. from anything ever, yeah, she calls the pharmacy board and she pretends to be a high school reporter about the filling of bogus scripts in her town. Yeah, She just gives them all the information, all the details she's gathered about this doctor and Donovan and everything. She just gives them all the details and then hangs up. Just click. She knows that she can't go to the cops. Obviously, the cops are Mm -hmm. crooked. The sheriff is crooked. And so she's like, if I can't go to the cops, I'm going to go to the media, which, yes, that's exactly what you should do if you can't go to the cops. Listen, sometimes I feel like Kylene gets herself into situations that she doesn't need to be in. You think? Um, You think so? Like, you think? (laughs) Like, right now, Kylene is off in... She's in kind of a deserted area. Like, she lives out in a small town, but, like, there's country roads and stuff. She's out there, and her car stalls. No one's answering. She calls Garrett. She calls Gramps. I think she calls Stryker also. Um, she calls Tabby. No one's answering. Um, so she calls a tow truck, and she just sits in her car and waits. Listen, first mistake, Kyleen, for the love of Jesus, could you for a moment just fathom the idea that you could die I mean, I know you understand that you are the main character, but could you just for a second wrap your head around the just the off chance that people are trying to kill you, which mm-hmm. you kind of know for a fact, and then yeah. decide to go riding out on the outskirts of town like a freaking country song, you know, in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere to get your your 
truck stuck <laughs> with an unreliable truck because that's the thing her truck is old as hell she knows it could break down yeah kylene i feel like you know what vibes kylene gives me what she gives me the kind of vibes of the type of person that would like like sabotage her own life if everything was going well like if kylene was in a happy stable relationship she would be like well obviously i need to cheat <laughs> to like spice shit up kylene reminds me of a non-paranormal buffy the vampire slayer Stop. That's so true. Because yes. Buffy was drama. Like, let's be real. Yes. she Buffy was not here for the healthy relationships. She wanted, she wanted drama and entanglements. Yes. But lo and behold, who shows up when our girl is stranded on the side of the road? Only the guy that's trying to kill her. Yeah. It's Donovan. And he is not happy. Um, he's like, you've bitch this pharmacy was raided by the dea yes he immediately goes for violence like he is fed the fuck up well the crazy thing is that donovan wanted kylene dead before he even she even did anything to him and now he has quote-unquote a reason because she reported his doctor i mean i don't know how he knows it's her he knows like you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know he knows (laughs) um kylene did everything except send out like post a tweet about her being the one that called the DEA for all we know there's like a a Twitter thread where Kylene is like giving like a play by play Donovan grabs tries to grab her and so she kicks him however Donovan um is a fucking giant yeah and just in time Agent Dawson shows up you know just casually shows up and and the air with all all the swag of an FBI agent because you know they've got that FBI agent swag you know they do show me that badge <laughs> you know I don't want to say anything but I've seen bigger badges Ooh, than yours we are the worst like if people <laughs> hate us fair enough we hate ourselves fair, fair. <laughs> But Dawson shows up and then he follows her home, I guess, to make sure she gets there. And he tries to follow her in the house and she just slams the door right in his right in Agent Dawson's face. Didn't he basically scold her for being out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, he he just kind of berates her for being dumb and young and ignorant and naive. And he's Agent Dawson is not winning any points for anything at this moment. While he's there, he gets a call stating that the doctor who was prescribing the roids is now in custody. Noise. Yeah. Colleen's like, sweet, I'll come with you. And <laughs> Dawson's like, uh, I think the fuck not. What does Kylene do? That Kylene goes anyway, because Kylene yeah. does what she wants. How I was like, how does she have access to be able to just drop in on an interrogation? Like she was able to watch it. Well, no, she was able to watch it um, because there's like a there's like a two way mirror, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, she but she said that she had to use the bathroom and like just kind of sidesteps right by the potty and then just goes to watch an interrogation. Oh my god, how exhilarating! Well, I feel like standing. On the invisible side of a two-way mirror has to be an endorphin on its own. It's like, mm-hmm. I can see you. You can't see me. Is that how peeping Toms feel? Oh, my God, it is. That's so sick. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, anyways, so the description of Dawson interrogating this doctor is just chef's kiss. It is hot. Like, is he an asshole? Yeah, but 
is this hot? Also, yes. Also, yes. And during the interrogation, the doctor mentions a blackmailer, um, the Avocados Diaboli or the AD. Okay, listen. The bigger player in the game has been revealed as this. How do you say it? I don't know. You're Spanish. This isn't Spanish, Courtney. It's it's Latin. But when I read it, I'm like, avocado toes. <laughs> Avocados Diaboli? It's Devil's Advocate. Avocados Diaboli is yeah. the name. Well, obviously, it's not a name. Obviously, it's, a, it's what's an- the alias of who they think is the is like the puppet master here. Mm-hmm. This person, whoever they are, is powerful enough to have blackmail material on anyone who was involved in the Boobgate case. Mm-hmm. One. Two, bribe the sheriff to, I don't know what, kind of keep things quiet. Yeah, I think he bribed the sheriff to sort of like be less sheriffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just tone down the sheriff. You're at a 10 right now. We need you at a 2.5. <laughs> yeah. And then I also think that the sheriff was part of destroying the evidence. Yeah. And then also it's connected to Kylene's dad's murder case because, mm-hmm. again, the agent who was murdered had connections to the Boobgate case. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, what is going on? Also, during this interview with the doctor... The doctor admits to having sex with a 16-year-old sex worker. By the way, at 16 years old, you're not a sex worker. You're a sex trafficking victim. Yeah. Um, and this is Dawson's case that he's working on. It's why he's been in town. Um, he's working on an underage sex trafficking ring. Dude, that's high stakes, man. Yeah. So dark. In a small town, too. The doctor is like, oh, no, I didn't know she was 16. And Dawson just lets this doctor have it. He just lights into his ass. And I'm like, say it louder. Say it again. Say it slower. (laughs) Oh, but girl, so, of course, it being a small town, Mm -hmm. when the doctor asks for his lawyer, who do you think comes, comes strolling in? Diarrhea Luke. That's who. Diarrhea Luke. Diarrhea Luke, the defense attorney who always... He seems to be defending a lot of dirtbags. That's all I'm saying. I guess, like you said, when there's a small town, you don't really have a whole lot to choose from when it comes to attorneys. So, listen, a lot of crazy things have been happening this school year, but at the end of the day, it's still high school and we still got to have homecoming. Okay? The show goes on. Yeah. Well, and this is new for Tabby because... She's Canadian. She's new yeah. to the U.S. And she doesn't have that there. And so yeah. Tabby is so enchanted by all of, like, these, like, things that U.S. high schools have. And she's like, oh, my God, the drive-in. Oh, my God, a football game. Oh, my God, yeah. homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tabby's just like a little ray of fucking sunshine. I know. Much needed. Much needed in, a, in kind of all the dark stuff that's happening. Yeah. Obviously, Tabby convinces um, Kylene to go to homecoming. Mm-hmm. And Kylene... Tabby and Garrett kind of go together, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they go like as a little trio, just as a friend group. So Kylene's getting ready for homecoming, and she like runs to like a like a drugstore, like a CVS or a Walgreens, or mm-hmm. um, she runs in to get lipstick. And while there, she sees Mark. Mark is one of the six, mm-hmm. and he tells her that she needs to just leave it alone. All of this investigation she's doing and stuff, yeah, involving Donovan or the six, you know, Boobgate. Um, the roids that she needs to just stop or something bad will happen to her. So you feel like he's kind of looking out for her. Like, hey, listen, I'm not stating you're going to get another brick through your window. I'm mm-hmm. stating that you're going to get like a brick in your head. 
Damn. You need to leave it alone. Kyleen sort of like shakes it off. Kyleen goes to homecoming and there's, again, I for a little bit, I thought this was going to be a second chance romance with Kyleen and her ex, AJ, who is one of the six. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of been pleading his case the whole time. And again, Kyleen has no time for dusty ass boys. No time. She's solving mysteries here. AJ's been pleading his case. He's done it several times. Mm -hmm. You know, he showed up at her house. He's went to the cafeteria. He's he's just wants her to know, like, hey, listen, like, I still love you, baby. It wasn't me. You got (laughs) to believe me. She has known for a while now that AJ is probably innocent. But I think Mm -hmm. there's just too much damage there to go back. She's not willing to really admit, like, she knows he's innocent, but she's not willing to admit it to herself that he's innocent at this point. Yeah. At homecoming, AJ asked her to dance, and she says no. He says, if you forgive me, you'll dance with me. Mm. And so she does. She relents, because she wants to show, like, hey, I know that you didn't do this horrible thing. Yeah. She says that AJ smells how love should feel. Mm. Um, And she starts kind of getting the butterflies and the warm fuzzies from AJ. And she's like, pull it back, girl. Pull it back. Pull it back. Reel it in. Kylene is dancing with AJ. The feelings Mm -hmm. are stirring up. Her walls are starting to come down a little bit. And Mm -hmm. then someone shows up and kind of interrupts the moment. He's tall, (laughs) douchey, and a rookie FBI agent. I'm just saying that Agent Dawson... It's probably looking hot as fuck in a tux. You know what? You ain't never lie, girl. Cause Mm-mm, Ain't never lie. <laughs> Agent Dawson right now in a tux at Homecoming Dance is giving me like 90s movies, like actors who are too old to be in high school vibes. That's what he's giving me right now. Like the crowd parts. Yeah. And then he strolls in, yeah. doesn't have to fight, doesn't have to throw elbows or anything. He, the crowd just parts yeah. and he strolls in and him and Kai lock eyes. Yeah. And can we take a moment to appreciate how many guys are tripping over themselves for Kai? Well, Dawson's not really tripping over himself to be with her. He's kind of just like... He's he's wearing a tux and he's at homecoming at a high school dance. I don't know. What's he doing there? Well, see, he had ran into AJ. AJ came by to see Kyleen mm. when Dawson was there. And Dawson told AJ him and Kyleen had dated in Columbus and that he was here to get Kyleen back. Yeah, because so Agent Dawson is kind of a little bit undercover. Mm-hmm. He's investigating this sex trafficking ring and he is undercover. So he kind of has latched onto the cover of being Kyleen's boyfriend. Yeah, that's his reason for being there and in town. But yeah, and so Agent Dawson gets there. He basically tells Kyleen, shut up and dance with me. Mm. And so she does. Yeah. The love, hate, the tension, very pride and prejudice of them. You can cut it with a chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now we're getting ready to get juicy. Yeah. So the tea is about to get spilled, girl, because Donovan, remember, ragey steroid Donovan. Yeah. And the girlfriend that he was basically physically abusing. Uh huh. The girlfriend is at homecoming and she pulls Kylene aside and she says, Kylene, you know, that thing that happened to you where someone took pictures of your boobs, someone did that to me. Mm -hmm. And it was Mark, who was one of the six. The one who Kylene saw while she was getting lipstick that told her to leave it alone. Yeah. 
And so the one that was pretending to be a nice guy saying like, hey, mm-hmm. I care about you. I don't want I don't want to see you to get hurt. Like drop this. Donovan's girlfriend is like, hey, it, it's him. Like she said that when she found like she had found out because um, she went to go change the music and she opened Mark's computer and there were the pictures on Mark's computer. And mm. so she told Donovan and then Donovan beat Mark up. But Kyleen, she wants that proof. She wants that proof because she wants whoever took those pictures. She wants yeah. them to burn. She wants them held accountable. Yes. Because again, she never got retribution for what Mm-mm. she went through. Yeah. And Kyleen essentially survives on junk food and wrath. <laughs> At this point, Kyleen goes to Garrett and Tabby and she's like, hey, she's like, Tabby, I need you to be here at homecoming and be the lookout and tell us when Mark leaves. And she's like, and his parents are there as chaperones. Yeah. She's like, I need you to tell me when Mark and his parents leave. Got it? She's like, I'm on it. Yeah. Like Donkey Kong. What she realizes is like, if the evidence of who's responsible for Boobgate is in is on Mark's computer and mm-hmm. Mark is here at homecoming, then I don't need to be here. I need to go get Mark's computer. Yeah. Just a little good old fashioned B&E. Yeah, breaking an entry, yeah. And the pursuit of justice. It's all good. I'm rooting for you. I feel like we're the type of friends who would um, just say anything our friend is doing would just be like, the ends justify the means. Yes, absolutely. Like, I broke into his house. Girl, it's fine. He shouldn't have changed the locks when you broke up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Kyleen is on a mission to get evidence on Mark's computer. So Mm -hmm. off she goes. With Garrett. Um, and so Mark's house is in a really precarious situation. So there is like a creek slash river um, that runs in front of his property. And the driveway has a little bridge that goes over that creek slash river. And it's pouring down rain, okay? Mm-hmm. They get over the river on the bridge, but barely because they're like, if it keeps raining like this, the driveway of the bridge is going to be flooded and we can't leave. Yeah. They get there. And Kyleen and Garrett get out of the car and they start to run towards the house. Kyleen realizes she forgot her phone. So she runs back to the truck. Garrett goes around the back of the house. All's well and good, you know? She hears feet and she's like, oh my God, Garrett, I can go back to a truck on my own. I don't need you to babysit me. Yeah. But girl, that those, those feet weren't Garrett's. They were oh not my Garrett's. gosh. No, they're freaking Donovan. Obviously Donovan is there because, listen... If there is an opportunity to kill Kyleen, Donovan is going to take it. You best believe if Kyleen is alone somewhere, Donovan's like, this is my chance. (laughs) That's solely his intention, too. Yeah. Dude, it's wild because he is the scariest he has been in the whole book because Mm -hmm. it like up until now, he's just kind of been tormenting her and it's been escalating. But Mm -hmm. the look in his eyes right now, it's like literally... He wants to commit murder and he 100% thinks he can get away with it. He he is very certain that there will be no consequences for his actions because the Avocados Diaboli is on his side. I was like, uh, Donovan, I get that this whoever this ringleader is, you know, helped you out of a kind of a, a boob gate situation, the, the pics being circulated. Yeah. But murder is a little different, my bro. Like, maybe a touch too far. It's maybe, like, a hair too much. You can't really, like, control, alt, delete, 
bodies, you know? I don't really think you've thought your entire plan through. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point we could pretty much say that Donovan is unhinged. Like, yes, what he's doing makes sense to him. But I think his Uh brain is messed up from from the steroids and from not being on the steroids anymore because he's probably ran out. He was eating them like candy and now he doesn't have them. Well, see, as soon as Kylene turns around and sees that it's Donovan, he punches her in the head and then he kicks her in the ribs and then he taunts her. He's like, I've already killed Garrett. Oh, my God. You're next, bitch. Bro, really that fast? Jesus Christ. Like, Garrett was just like, it was like two minutes. Like, what happened? Dude, like, Kylene gets away from Donovan. She's hiding in the woods. Mm-hmm. So she calls Dawson, but it goes to voicemail. So she doesn't even she doesn't even know if he's going to get this message. And then she calls the sheriff. Even though the sheriff is obviously crooked, she's like, okay, there has to be a line. Like, he can't possibly cover up a murder. He can't cover up a murder. But also, she doesn't hang up when she calls mm-hmm. the sheriff. She just slides the phone into the, like, the inside pocket of her coat. Smart. And she runs to find Garrett. And he is bloody and beaten and on the ground. Oh, poor Garrett, baby. No. I know. I'm sorry I doubted you earlier, my love. I understand now that you were completely innocent, and I'm sorry for ever placing any sort of suspicion on you. You were Amen. just, you were suspicious because you're too pure for this world. And that's sus. And that in itself is, is suspicious, so you did it to yourself. Yes. She knows that she can't get Garrett up to carry him to their car. But Donovan parked on the back of the property, which is where she's close to now. And so her plan is she's going to go to Donovan's truck, get it, drive it up to where Garrett is, and put Garrett into Donovan's truck and then sort of try to bulldoze her way out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Which, honestly, like, not a bad plan. Yeah, because her goal is, like, I need to get Garrett out of here. He is To a hospital. Well, he's very badly, badly injured. Mm -hmm. He got, he's nearly beaten to death with my God. Um, and she, her goal right now isn't to trap Donovan into a confession. It is solely to get Garrett to a hospital. She gets to Donovan's truck, but he's waiting there for her inside the cab. <laughs> oh, my God. And she opens the door and he just like donkey kicks her straight in the chest. Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, remember, she's been punched in the head. She's been kicked mm-hmm. in the ribs. Now she's been kicked in the chest. This girl is so strong, you know? She just doesn't stay down. Listen, I'm a huge sissy. I stubbed my toe earlier this morning on the table, and it put me down for like a good five minutes. So, (laughs) like, Kyleen being able to do anything at this point is just amazes me. It absolutely amazes me. Well, girl, it's time for the villain monologue. Yes, so Garrett's still in the woods, bleeding to death, probably. Um, mm-hmm. Kylene's on the ground where Donovan just kicked her. He stands over her and he does his confession. The type of mm-hmm. confession that villains only do when they think for sure they're about to kill someone. Yeah, there'll be no witnesses. Yeah, he's like, hey, it wasn't Mark that took those pics. It was me. I took the pics of your boobs. He basically says that the reason he did what he did to her, the reason Boobgate happened is because he tried to kiss her that night at the party and she pushed him away and he was pissed. So he took uh-huh. topless pictures of her and circulated them. And this was before he was on, on steroids. 
when he did this, he wasn't even on steroids. I know. So imagine he was already terrible and now you sprinkle drugs on top of that and you have a legit villain on your hands. Yeah. Donovan's girlfriend told Kylene that, that she saw her own pictures on Mark's computer, but Donovan confesses like, yeah, I put them there because my girlfriend's stupid and I wanted her to see them on his computer so she could tell you. So it's like, wait a minute, Donovan, you're like this mastermind now because mm-hmm. I thought he was a hella idiot, but he had a plan. But do you think he came up with this on his own? Ooh. Do you? Ooh. I don't think so. Girl, that's true. Someone is pulling the strings here. You're right. After he confesses to all of this, he kisses her. Oh, gross. Like, just, uh, uh. <laughs> No. Straight to jail. No. And then he pulls out a baseball bat, like, now I'm going to murder you. Obviously, don't condone murder, but murder with a baseball bat? Like, Jesus Christ. Well, see, it wasn't even a weapon of opportunity, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, that's what I grabbed. He brought that with him for this purpose. He's sadistic. He's he's yes. an evil, evil guy. Dangerous as fuck. Yeah. And so Kylene, at this point, she's kind of like, hmm. She's given up. She's kind of accepted the fact that she's getting ready to die. Yeah. And then Agent Dawson shows up. Boom. So Agent Dawson draws his weapon and he because mm. he sees Donovan and he's like, put that baseball bat down. And Donovan's like, bro, I'm not done. I will put this bat down when I finish killing her. Like Donovan, talk about audacity. Mm-hmm. Like this is audacity being used for evil. He does not care that there is an FBI agent pointing a gun at him, telling yeah. him to put the weapon down. He feels so invincible that he's like, you are not. What are you going to do? Shoot me? And guess what? He does. He shoots him. <laughs> he shoots him. Dawson doesn't need to be told twice. I told you to put the baseball bat down. And then I shot you. Oh, but he shoots him my. like in the leg or something. He doesn't actually like shoot to kill. Yeah. And so Dawson's like, oh, my God, Kylene, are you okay? And she's like, get Garrett, get Garrett. Mm-hmm. And so they go. he goes up there and he gets Garrett and he brings him down. He's in Donovan's truck. And Dawson's telling her, like, we have to wait for the FBI um, and we, we have to wait for the cops to get here. You know, they're yeah. coming. And she's like, how did you even get over here? And Dawson swam across Holy cow. the Creek River thing in order to get there to save her. Dawson did a whole ass triathlon just to go save her. Like in some countries, you guys would be married right now. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately married. And Kylene, being the audacity queen that she is... She's not waiting for no goddamn ambulance. She floors Donovan's truck through the water on the bridge Mm -hmm. and just breaks every traffic law ever invented on the way to the ER. Yeah, as you should. Ride or die. (laughs) Yes, literally ride ride or die. You know, she realizes once she's in the ER that she's also hurt. Mm -hmm. Less so than Garrett is. Garrett's in really bad shape. But she's not getting medical attention. She has like broken ribs or something. Like she's... Mm -hmm. She's pretty badly injured. She doesn't know how bad it is, honestly. She's not a doctor, okay? She just knows mm-hmm. that on a scale of 1 to 10, she's she's like at a, you know, menstrual cramp, which is a 25. For men. Well, yeah. She's not feeling good. So she's in the, in the hospital, and she's more, like, concerned with Garrett. So Garrett gets taken away to get treated. She runs into someone who is the last person she wants to see right now because he's just like this annoying side character. She gets pulled into an empty hospital room by Diarrhea Luke. 
Yeah. And Diarrhea Luke just kind of like spills everything. He tells her that he's been working with the Avocados Diaboli, mm-hmm. that he's the reason all the football players got off scot-free because he likes to bet on high school football. Oh my God. And like, get a fucking life, bro. I know, right? He just kind of tells her like, hey, listen, like I can't let you live and get Donovan off the team. I have to kill you. I don't want to, but I have to. Can you believe this crap? It almost makes what Donovan was saying less unhinged because Donovan fully believed he could get away with murdering Kyleen. And I thought he was unhinged. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, wow, maybe he was right. Because here's this guy who is a defense attorney who also Uh moonlights as a murderer. Like, what? Yeah, and he goes into some big-ass detail. Like, he's the one that threw the brick. He's the one that stole the files. Yeah. He's the one that told the sheriff to destroy the originals. He's been behind all of these weird invasions of her privacy. Because he works for the... Avocados Diaboli. Who is the puppet master of all this stuff. Yeah. Then the sheriff shows up. He, like, Mm. heard Kylene scream or something. You know, here's Luke standing there with a syringe full of stuff to, like kill Kyleen, the sheriff comes in and he's like, Luke, don't do this. And Luke's like, I'm sorry, but I have to. And, you know, the sheriff is like, what about my son? And he's like, you know what has to happen to your son also. Jesus Christ. The sheriff, for all his shady susness, he jumps in and he starts physically fighting Luke. Yeah. And in this physical altercation, the syringe Luke was holding flies Away from them. Yeah, because Luke was holding the syringe that ostensibly has some sort of kill juice. Yeah, kill juice. Like in the movies, it's like there's something in the syringe that's going to kill you and not leave anything behind. And it's like... It's like saline diluted barbiturates. (laughs) And a little dash of crack in there just to assassinate (laughs) your character. (laughs) Like she... She died mysteriously and from natural causes. And also she was on crack. And they're like, yeah, that that checks out. (laughs) Yeah. He tells her like this syringe holds this and people will think that you died of an air embolism due to a punctured lung. Mm. Like he had it all planned except for the sheriff. Mm, Yeah. And you know what else he didn't plan for? Kyleen. Kyleen. He did not plan for Kai's motherfucking audacity. (laughs) <laughs> she picks up that syringe um, and she stabs it into Luke's neck and kills him. Yeah. So the whole thing that he said was going to happen to her when he injected her with that, it happens with him and he just freaking dies. And Kylene looks up to the sheriff and she says, you need to get out of here mm-hmm. because you can't be seen yeah. you know, as being a part of this. So... The sheriff also insinuates that her dad was falsely accused of murdering that guy um, and that he was set up by the Avocados Diaboli. Which is what Kylene was kind of figuring out, that everything was connected. Yeah, she 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 had all the pieces and she was just trying to, you know, find the threads that wove them together. And this sheriff just kind of gave her another one to put into the story. Yeah. Kylene tells the sheriff... Listen, you need to get out of here. You need to leave. Um, they can't know that you were involved in this. You can't shine suspicion on yourself with the Avocados Diaboli. You need to stay in his good graces. And she's like, what you're going to do is you're going to leave this room and then I'm going to scream. Yeah. And then you're going to come running in. And so that's what they do. He leaves the room. 
she screams, the sheriff goes running in, and then they manipulate the security footage. Damn. Because you can. This is why I can't be in law enforcement. I would 100% abuse my power. Listen, technical difficulties, they happen all the time, uh, conveniently surrounding people of power. Mm-hmm. Listen. So much violence. So fucking much. Kylene goes to Donovan's indictment, and she she sees AJ while she's there, and she flat out apologizes mm-hmm. and tells him that she now knows that he did not have anything to do with it. Right. And with the, with boobgate, with boobgate, AJ is of course like, "Hey, no problem. I know it looked bad, but like, thanks for telling me and forgiving me." Yeah. And she's he's like, "So can we get back together?" And she's like, "Nah, I don't have time." Have I figured out the identity of the avocado Siaboli? Mm, no, 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 I have not. Is my dad still in jail for a murder that he did commit, but was probably in self-defense, even though they're saying it's cold-blooded murder? Yeah. Mm, yeah, honey. Because let me tell you something. In Kylene's world, dick is not scarce, okay? It is every goddamn where. It's everywhere. She has an abundance. She has an abundance. You know what? I think she manifests every night. I think she lights a candle and she manifests abundance of dick. And it's just <laughs> everywhere. There's so much. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's not a fiction fixation episode without a dick joke. Like, we gotta uh, do I it. Mean, dick jokes are, they bring me comfort and joy. Um, during Donovan's indictment, he pleads not guilty because of fucking course he does. Mm-hmm. But he's still in jail until his trial. And Dawson comes in to see Kai, to see Kyleen after the court hearing. And he really, he's very honest with her. And he tells her that it probably won't go to trial and that the DA is probably going to strike a deal with him. And then Agent Dawson apologizes yeah. for what the boys did to her. Because, you know, this whole time, Agent Dawson has been kind of a dick to her uh-huh. and kind of not understanding the dynamics of this town and not understanding why Kyleen mm-hmm. was kind of, you know, sticking her nose where it didn't belong. He All he saw was this young girl that kept getting in trouble. And so then his boss was sending him out to help her and he was annoyed by it. Yeah. But now he's understanding that there's a bigger picture going on and that she was trying to get justice for herself and get more information on her dad's case. And he's starting to understand that they're not so different. Like they're both. Yeah. They're both for the law, you know? Yeah. But he still thinks her dad is guilty as fuck. No, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Dawson also explains to her that he is working undercover in the town in Jasperville and that he's going to be there for a while. Mm-hmm. He needs her to help him with his cover story. Yeah. That he is her ex-boyfriend and he's there to get her back. At first she refuses and she's like, no, I don't think I will. And then they cut a deal. They cut a deal. She tells him, you know what? Agent Dawson, it's your lucky fucking day. I'll help you with your cover story, but you're going to help me prove my dad is innocent. Hell yes. When I finished this book, I immediately bought the next one Mm -hmm. because I was like, I was so pumped. I was so excited. I'm like, holy cow, we're going to have a fake boyfriend situation. We're going to have an enemies to lovers. There's Uh going to be tension with AJ. Like, I just, I can't wait, girl. Like, num, 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 num. I am so ready. I'm so ready. Just straight up slutty putty for this book. Girl, I'm going to put a straw in that. I'm going to slurp it up. I'm so excited. But this was such a good story. Like, I know we didn't do it justice. There's so much in the experience in the book that if you mm-hmm. go back 
and read it. There's, there's also an audiobook. I listen to the audiobook. Me too. If you go back and experience the story, I promise you there are still so there's so much so many details in there that are going to make you feel so much more immersed in the story. Absolutely. All right, guys. Looks like the teapot is empty for today. More tea is brewing and on the way. We'll be back next week with The Fault in Our Stars, a movie based on a novel by John Green. Yeah. Well, as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. Spread that joy around. If you laughed even once, don't you want your friends to laugh? Sharing a podcast with a friend is just like sharing a meme with a friend. Only this lasts longer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's my love language. Like, I send podcasts and TikToks to my friends, and that's how I show my love. That's my love language, too. If you want more information, we post our website and our TikTok and and a lot more kind of links in our show notes. So go check those out. We'll see you next week. We will leave you today with all the audacity of a 17-year-old girl who gives zero fucks. Girl, the main character can't relate. I am the sassy Latina with the white girl sounding voice. Like, talk about minor, minor character. I'm a five foot two white girl with a whole lot of fucking anxiety. Like, (laughs) all right, let's... Let's reel it in. Let's lower your expectations.